Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime. Perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1483. Three Ways Dieting Could Be Slowing Your Metabolism by Matthew Benetti with idealnutrition.com.au And I'm Dr. Neil your host and narrator. Hey there, it's Yom Kippur wishing you an easy fast if you're observing and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily where I act as your narrator of the best health and fitness blogs covering fitness, nutrition, stress management, weight management, and lots more. And then on Fridays, I do something a little different. I answer your questions right here on the show. Now, today's article is a perfect follow-up to what we were discussing yesterday. That was episode 1482. Yesterday, we discussed total daily energy expenditure, which is basically our metabolism. And we also talked about the importance of tracking our food intakes and activity levels and why that can help keep us motivated throughout our weight loss or weight maintenance process. And as it turns out, both of these concepts are super important when it comes to breaking through plateaus. So now that I've piqued your interest, let's jump right in and continue with this concept and continue optimizing your life. Three Ways Dieting Could Be Slowing Your Metabolism by Matthew Benetti with idealnutrition.com.au Having trouble losing weight? Unless you are a lucky minority, most people who have attempted weight loss have faced the horrid weight loss plateau. This refers to a stop in weight loss for an extended length of time, despite no change in observed behavior like diet and physical activity. Anyone who has gone through this will understand how frustrating and discouraging it can be. Your personal trainer will think you're lying. Your friends think that you have messed up your metabolism and you feel frustrated that the scale is not changing. Luckily, science is able to provide some explanations that hopefully can help us make smarter decisions to handle this. This article will investigate the big culprits for weight loss plateaus. You're unknowingly eating more than what you think. Before getting into the tips, it's worth mentioning that in many cases, a weight loss plateau is simply an underestimation of the total amount of food eaten per week. Now, there are several ways that this can happen. 
not accounting for snacks and being unaware of food eaten during less stringent days like the weekends are potential reasons. Even among those that swear that they are not eating more than they had planned can still fall victim to underestimating food intakes. In one of the largest diet studies ever conducted, it was found that the 600 participants that completed the study consumed an extra 200 calories at the end of the study when compared to the beginning. Now, this finding isn't shocking since dieting often leads to appetite stimulation. In fact, most studies have found similar results. This increase in hunger over time can then lead to unintentional increases in calorie intake over time. And as a result, this may lead to a weight loss plateau. Your body is using less energy than what it did before. If someone is absolutely certain that they aren't eating more than expected, there may be other reasons. It's likely their body is using less energy than what it did before they lost the weight. The number of calories burned by the body now matches the total amount of calories consumed, which explains why weight loss has stopped. This still doesn't explain how someone uses less energy than they did before dieting. The term metabolic damage is commonly used to try to explain this phenomenon. This refers to some sort of permanent damage to the metabolism that results in less overall energy used per day. I should mention, though, that this concept is primarily based on anecdotal evidence. The available science does not support that metabolic damage is an issue for most people. In fact, studies looking at recovering anorexic patients have found no permanent damage in metabolism once body fat and muscle were proportionally gained. That being said, while metabolic damage may not exist, metabolic adaptation is a real phenomenon to be aware of. This concept is all about decreases in total daily energy expenditure that occur due to reasons beyond just the change in total body mass. Eat less, move less? The biggest culprit for less energy use per day may actually be related to a decrease in non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Non-exercise activity thermogenesis, or NEAT, refers to the energy used from activity that isn't purposeful. This might include conscious and subconscious activities like fidgeting, walking, and standing. In some dieters, their motivation to do everyday activities decreases. It may be a conscious decision like driving to the shops instead of taking the five-minute walk, but it can also include activities that you have little to no control over, like fidgeting. Overall, this may result in less movement during the day. All of this may lead to a decrease in energy usage throughout the day. Now, this response does vary from person to person, but may be more noticeable when more weight is lost, like around the 20 pounds or about 10 kilograms loss range. This is why, for those looking to lose a significant amount of weight, it may be worthwhile to consider diet breaks. Weight loss isn't all fat. It's rare to lose a substantial amount of weight without some of that coming from muscle. The reality is that for most people trying to lose body fat, they will also likely lose some muscle. This is because when dieting, the body will also use muscle for energy, which leads to muscle loss. Muscle is metabolically active tissue. This means that to maintain muscle, your body uses energy. Technically, fat requires energy to be maintained as well, but it requires less energy in general to maintain. As an estimation, Muscle burns around 12 calories per kilogram body weight per day, while fat burns around 4 calories per kilogram body weight per day. 
So when someone loses weight, they now reduce the amount of muscle they have. In turn, this reduces the amount of energy needed to maintain it. As a result, the body uses less energy overall and can balance out the energy in, energy out equation. The big picture. Weight loss plateaus are complex. It's very rare that all of this is because of just one factor. Instead, multiple factors could be at play here. So it may be worthwhile to try different techniques to break through a weight loss plateau. You just listened to the post titled, Three Ways Dieting Could Be Slowing Your Metabolism by Matthew Benetti with idealnutrition.com.au. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Matthew made some really good points and I love that he backed up these concepts by citing actual studies. Something that many striving to lose weight are unaware of is that oh-so-important concept that when there was more of you, you burn more calories. But as you start to lose weight, there's less of you. Therefore, your body burns less energy when you move around and when you're at rest. Basically, your metabolism, or as we referred to it in yesterday's post, your total daily energy expenditure goes down as you lose weight. Add to that the fact that our appetite may still be where it was before some of the weight loss happened, it seems like we're fighting a losing battle. That's where mixing things up can be really helpful. Distraction, social support, mixing up your exercise routine, these can all be really powerful tools. When we're losing weight and hunger sets in, we have to ask ourselves, for example, am I really hungry? Or am I just bored or stressed or anxious or angry or tired? If we're craving something for any reason besides actual hunger, well, then it's time to distract ourselves with something that's unrelated to food. Going for a walk outside is usually a perfect distraction. Bottom line is even just five minutes of distraction can help a craving pass. Now, social support can be helpful to keep us honest. And mixing up our fitness routines can help us to continue to burn those calories and provide a little bit of muscle confusion. If we haven't changed up our exercise routine in a while, hitting a plateau may be the perfect excuse to, say, try high-intensity interval training, for example, or try that new at-home resistance training exercise that's been on your mind, or that yoga workout your friend told you about. Either way, try something new to jumpstart that metabolism again. All right, that'll do it for today. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you for sharing the show with someone. 
I'll see you back here tomorrow for the Friday Q&A and where your optimal life awaits.